Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash Irish Tech News. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Melanie Boylan and today I'm with Chris Kelly, who's the CEO of EasyGo EV Charging. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Melanie. Thank you very much for having me here today. So we share a, a dream together, don't we, Chris? And that is being more sustainable, making things easier and greener for people um, every single decade, if we possibly can. Um, so. Tell me, how did you get into this field in the first place, Chris? Yeah, Melanie, we absolutely do share that same passion on, on trying to make the planet a little bit cleaner and a little bit uh, cooler if we can these days. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, look, your question, how, how did I get into this? Um, so well, I actually started the business nearly nine years ago now. Um, and people did say, you're crazy. Who's going to buy an electric car? And why are they going to need charging if they're not going to, you know, if electric cars are not going to be a thing or they're not going to take off. Um, so I, I started a business because I saw the trend. There was a trend happening across America, across uh, the UK and, and Europe. And uh, I knew eventually it was going to come to Ireland as well. And I wanted to be there at the um, at the start uh, just to see what I could, could offer and bring to it. Um, I have a huge passion for cars and fast cars. And of course, that's what electric cars bring, a lot of power and a lot of torque. And uh, I'm, I'm electrical, uh, electrically trained as well. So I understood what was happening within the cars and understood what the cars would need to charge with. So that's how I got involved in the EV charging space. So nine years, that's, that's quite a long time in this particular field. Um, so have you seen a big change over the last nine years of the amount of electric cars available here in Ireland and, and where do you think we stand um, in locus with Europe? Are we we way up there? Yeah, in Ireland, we are actually way up there um, with, with the amount of cars that are out there. Um, Elon Musk, of course, did start a, a huge trend um, with, with having a very good quality EV out there, which did what it needed to do and competed with diesel and petrol cars. Um, in Ireland, diesel had been very, uh, I suppose, the staple car for everybody to go to for a long time mm. because it worked and it just got people around. But nobody really understood what was coming out of the tailpipe until it you know, really came to, to the fore in the last number of years and, and the damage that it causes. So a lot of the car manufacturers have started to follow Elon's trend and make the cars proper cars that do what people need to do every day and uh, uh people love their brands people love um you know if, if people have driven a, a vw all their lives they want to drive a vw um uh, ev and i'm delighted to see a lot of the car manufacturers are making cars that are of great quality and look very good and people enjoy driving um so that Having the, the vehicles available means that there's a lot of options out there for people, mm. but a lot of good options. And it makes it easier for people to transition from diesel and petrol to something which is normal, 
as in a car that just gets you from A to B without much hassle. And that's what the EVs are doing these days. So what initially put people off, I think, apart from the you know the reduced technology right at the very beginning, is how infrequent charging points were between places. Um, but that's a whole thing of the past these days, isn't it? I mean, you can literally travel from one end of Ireland to the other now with regular charging points. Isn't that true? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So there was two two things that happened um, to, to support this. One is uh, we got involved, obviously, um, <laughs> and started fitting charge points uh, out there in, in public spaces for people to use. Um, but we also put them in you know, hotels and, and places where people park. And it meant that people didn't have to look for a charge point. They didn't have to look for somewhere to go. It just means that um, it, it's more a convenience now that when they're stopped somewhere, they can actually just plug in and charge. So that's that's one thing. The second thing is um, the the battery sizes within vehicles has become larger. And uh, that in itself means people can drive further. Right. And with, with longer range, people don't have to stop as much. They don't have to be worrying as much. Am I going to get from A to B? Yes, I'm going to get from A to B. And when I get to B, there's going to be a charge point there. And then I can move on to C. And there'll probably be a charge point there as well. And if I have a long journey to go to D, well, then I'll probably stop off somewhere en route and charge because there will be a charger there. And charging is still in its infancy in Ireland. There's still a lot more to do. I've noticed also that um, public car parks also have EV charge points as well now. So the the, the local councils have embraced these charge points um, in a big way as well. It may, they may not have loads of them, but they'll have at least maybe two um, in their car park. So it's, it's also a bit of an education as well, isn't it? It is. It's a it's a huge education. Um, we've been working with the councils now for maybe four to five years on educating about what are the best practices, what people expect when they come to a car park. Um, and, and we look at the type of car park as well. Is it going to be a car park in the middle of town where somebody's going to park for an hour? Or is it going to be somewhere um, like a train station where somebody parks for the day? And then you put in the charging infrastructure to suit what's needed. Um, if somebody's only there for a short stay, stopping for lunch, tea, coffee, breakfast, um, they only want to stop for 30 minutes. And then in, in that point, or, or in, in a situation like that, um, a fast charger is needed. Um, whereas if somebody is, uh, you know, stopped at a train station and, and they're gone for eight hours or nine hours, well, then a slow charge point is needed in that location. So it's putting the right equipment into the right space. And I'm delighted to see councils, uh, uh, business owners um, and utility managers, people who are in control of the car park spaces are doing the right thing these days and educating themselves more as to what's required by the driver before just fitting a charge point for the sake of having a charge point in place. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that, actually. I don't suppose it would be any good having a fast charge where somebody's leaving the car there for eight hours. <laughs> um, so I, I noticed last year in November, um, there was a press release that you were rolling out 200 fast EV chargers across Ireland back in November last year, 2022. So how is it going? 
Yeah. Um, so this was um, an initiative that we worked with uh, to to help support the councils, but also look at um, another issue that was there, which were unused phone boxes. All so right. We um, we spoke to the company who operate the phone boxes air and um, we asked them, look, can we remove the phone boxes and fit EV chargers in their space? Hmm. So we take the phone box away. And uh, it, it solves that problem because a lot of the phone boxes these days are run down, they're broken, they're just not yeah. working, and they're an eyesore. And uh, putting in some proper needed and required infrastructure in place. Um, so it's it's working very, very well. We now have, um, I think we've got about 35, 36 of those chargers live, and they're fast charge point locations. Um, and we have about another 100 to do this year. And uh, I think we, we might get a few more in um, this year. We might squeeze some more in. But uh, uh, the rest then we'll we roll out into 2024. But it's going very, very well. Um, and, and, you know, for the most part, they're fast charge points. And we look for location. Like I mentioned, a place where somebody wants to stop for an hour or 30 minutes. And we put them in towns. It helps bring people into the towns. We put them in locations where there's a maybe a coffee shop nearby or um, uh, shops nearby so that it brings some trade to, lo- to the locality as well. Because as an EV driver, I know myself, I don't want to be stuck sitting in the car for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I'd rather just park at my car charge and go about my business and do what I need to do. So, you know, um, there are certain pieces of equipment that only charge for so long and then they kind of just auto stop is that what happens with um a fast charging car can it doesn't just overcharge does it just reach a threshold and then just cuts off yeah um so you know your, your battery size is what determines it just fills up it's a bit like if you plug in your mobile phone at night and if you're on 60 percent uh, you don't know when 100% is reached. It's probably going to be maybe 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., but it just stops at 100. It's the very same thing with uh, with, with an EV um, and, and a charge point. It just stops. Um, the new charge points that we're putting out now, um, the, the tritium charge points, actually have the ability to charge two cars. Hmm. So what it means is the first car will charge up, and if a second car comes in and it plugs into the second cable that's there there may not be enough power coming because the, the first car is soaking up all the power that's that's uh, available but as soon as that car fills or gets close to being filled a lot more power becomes available for the second car and that power then just feeds into the second car so um the first one's finished charging the second one can start charging so talking of power seeing as you keep bringing that word up mm-hmm. <laughs> um Obviously, we've had a few issues with the cost of living crisis over the last little while. Um, so I assume all this power is coming from the grid. Um, is there any vision for solar power to come into charging these electric batteries at, at some stage? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um unfortunately, it takes a lot of solar panels to fill mm. a charge point. Um <laughs> You know, something that a very efficient way of doing it is is maybe at the home where yeah. people can actually um, use solar panels at home to uh, feed an EV. The problem with that is if you're out at an office and you're 
solar panels are at home it's not going to charge your ev but at that stage people can feed back into the grid so um solar farms are probably what's going to feed into the grid uh more sustainably uh, or, or or use wind turbines to be able to sustainably feed the grid to charge evs but we do know we're in discussions with a lot of companies in um uh, sorry a lot of companies uh, uh, around ireland that have intent on putting in um, solar panels under their premises and they're ideal for charging vehicles because you know i'm at work today i'm going to be here for eight nine hours parked outside um perfect for uh solar to actually charge my car with today so Mm. yeah there's 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 ways and means of getting solar power in but you know the fast charge points take a lot of solar panels to actually feed it at the time yeah and you know saying that um there's also an awful lot of grants that help you get solar panels at home as well isn't there there's you'll be, there's support that you can get obviously you have to pay extra for the the charger for the um car itself but you know there there are things that are out there that help you implement these things easier some ways you can get money back some sometimes you can't but a lot of the time you can um and it's just trying to get trying to find access to this knowledge so if you wanted to educate somebody about how easy clean sustainable um using an an electric vehicle is where would you send them oh that's a very good question um so uh, i suppose the first thing is somebody has to be comfortable in the in in their own mind that yes an ev is for me um we we still hear people saying you know and talking about range anxiety and what if i wanted to go here tomorrow what if i wanted to go there tomorrow and i think if people just understood the amount of public charge points that were out there um and understood um how easy it was to actually travel around with an ev and how comfortable they were to drive they would change I think a lot of people are seeing that now. Mm. Um, there's a couple of things that I, I would advise people. Number one, and it's actually a very Irish thing or, or, or a very dominant Irish thing in that we have a lot of off-street parking in Ireland. And there's a grant for 600 euros for fitting a charge point in your home. You don't have to own an EV to apply for that. That's not going to last forever. I would advise people because people are going to get an EV. They're going to have a, an EV at some stage in the coming years. With 600 euros of a grant, that's that's probably half of the uh, supply and installation cost paid. That's there at the moment. I think people should really try and avail of that if they have a driveway. It's 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 really going to help. It's going to typically cost 12 to 1400 euros to fit a charge point. The grant is for 600 euros and it's an easy one to get. So that's that's a good starting point. Um there's about 80% of off-street parking in Ireland. So it's very, very high. And mm. it makes it very easy for somebody driving because you can wake up in the morning and have 80, 90, 100% sitting in your battery and ready to go. Um, I live in the Midlands. I can drive anywhere in the country when I wake up. Um, and, and uh, you know, if I wanted to go to Donegal when I wake up in the morning, I just charge to 100%. I can drive to Donegal without stopping. I can drive to Cork or Kerry without stopping. So um, Ireland's a great country and facilitates EV charging and, and, and EV driving very well. The second thing is, I'd ask people to get familiar with EV charging infrastructure. 
and typical places where charge points are. Um, and I am going to do a little bit of promoting here, self-promoting here. Um, I'm not typically one for self-promoting our business. I do like to talk about it and I'm passionate about it. But um, we do have the only app in Ireland which shows the status as in whether it's working, available, broken, or broken, um, uh, of all the charge points that are out there. So um, we show the eCars network, we show the Ionity network, um, and, and we show the EasyGo network. So if you want the visibility of where are the public charge points, the EasyGo app is really the only one which shows the live status of them all. There are other maps out there which show you where the charge points are and they bring in some from hotels that are not network connected. But at least we show you, if you're driving, where can I find they work or not. an available <laughs> charge point? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can see it. And if it's green on our map, and it'll tell you what number is there. And you'll be surprised. So many people are surprised when they open up the map and see, wow, there's chargers there. I didn't realize that. Because chargers are not in the same place as petrol or diesel four courts are. Yeah. Petrol or diesel four court, a mentality with, that, that I know a lot of drivers had, and I had this myself. I would drive till an orange light came on the dash to tell me I needed to fill up. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll just go to the nearest town because they will have somewhere that has a, a, a fuel cord. And um, one of the first things you see on the road driving into a town is a big sign that tells you where you can fill up. You don't have that with EVs. EVs can now be at supermarkets, they can be at hotels, they can be by the side of the street, and you need an app or you need something to find them. But it's easy to find. You just click on the, the icon on, on our map and um, uh, click open on Google Maps, and it'll actually bring you directly to, to where the charge point is. And it allows you to start and stop the charging as well on all of the networks. So educate yourself would be my my big thing on the public charging and get a home charge point yeah definitely get a home charge point it sounds like it might even be a good idea to do it now uh, as a way of selling your house later because oh, yeah. it would already be done yes absolutely yeah so, and and so let's say um i was just telling you i i've just got got back from a trip to athens and I was mm. I was there for ten days. So would um, an EV, you know, hold that charge for ten days, or would I be stuck at the airport? No, your your EV holds that charge. Um, I've I've gone on holidays for for durations like that. I've come back and uh, I think my EV lost one percent of its battery over the, the duration of a week. Um, so it's uh, it's it's. I suppose that, that there's a lot of myths out there as to, to how EVs work, how they don't. Mm. Me personally, the EV I drive, I have it almost four years. Um, I shouldn't really say this because the resale value of my car is just going to plummet. But um, I've got nearly 200,000 kilometers on my car. Yowzers. Uh, I drive a lot and I've never had a problem with charging. Admittedly, I know about charging networks and I, and I know how to find charge points, but I do most of my charging at home. Or in mm. the office because that's where I'm parked. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I carry out most of my my charging. I've driven across Europe a couple of times. I've never had a problem. Um, and as regards the battery, another I suppose point that, that people bring up as well: how long is the battery going to last? Is it going to be useless after a number of years? Two hundred thousand kilometers, and um, I still have ninety percent of my battery is useful. 
Right. I've only lost 10% of, of the range in my battery. So I can still, on a four-year-old car, get up every morning and drive to anywhere in Ireland. Um, I've still got maybe 360, 370 kilometers range. And uh, Most uh, people wouldn't do that every day, so... Exactly, exactly. Yeah, most um, people wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we, we we work with a lot of car manufacturers as well just to get specs on cars to, to you know, when we're installing chargers for them. So we generally have a rear to the ground if there's ever any issues with cars or with, with, with vehicles. And I've never heard bad things about range or, or some of the real old cars. All right. Yes, the range has dropped off and it doesn't give uh, uh, the levels that it needs. But think there's a lot of problems out there that people think are problems mm. but are actually not i i think just a lot of people remember it being launched but the technology has moved so much since oh, yeah. so much um okay so essentially we we are up there in europe um helping get a full wide range of popular well-known cars we've got hundreds maybe thousands of charging points throughout Ireland now? We do, yes. Safe to say? Thousands of charge points across Ireland, yes. And we're we're not overwhelmed with vehicles. We've got enough charging points for the vehicles because people have them at home as well. Yeah, agreed. And and as more vehicles come in, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, we're we're putting charge points out as fast as we can now. So as more vehicles come in, there will be more charge points available. So... Um, if somebody's using one, well, then there will be more beside it or in another part of a town or on the next town. So it's to try and quell that myth that um, I'm not going to get home if I take my EV out. Mm. Well, I think we've definitely knocked that on the head today, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, it's It's been an education and, and it's certainly... I reassured me that there is a lot more opportunity to get from point a to to z by the sounds of it um with plenty of places to stop along the way and the app sounds great as well i've got to say um so thanks again chris um that's all for now from us but we'll be back very soon with another podcast thank you melanie Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.